cool. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of TXR Podcast. This is specifically episode number 127, your favorite place for talk on all things Xbox-related and so much more from around the game industry. I'm your host, Invader, and I hope everyone tuning in is doing well and keeping hunkered down wherever you are. Pop a cold one and get ready to listen to the panel crew discuss tonight's topics. But before we do that... Let me introduce everybody on the panel. Hey, uh, Tim Dog, Tim Man, how you been doing? We missed you last weekend. Yeah, yeah, happy to be here. Uh, nice week to talk about some video games, some Xbox. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, pretty crazy, but just uh, weathering through it. Uh, glad that we have these shows that we can keep the people uh, at least entertained for a little bit of time. And, uh, you know, let's get to it this week. Absolutely, man. You got it. Uh, Megatron, hey, it's great to have you back, of course. How's things going at your end? Yo, everything's going good on my end, man. Ready to talk some gaming stuff. A lot to talk about, so so, uh, let's get going. Yeah, You got it, man. Jeremy, buddy, uh, how's things over in the mountains? Good, man. I had some technical difficulties, but I'm back. So I let my daughter... uh, I let my daughter have the laptop I use as a second. So I tried cramming everything into my the laptop. I have two laptops connected, so it wasn't working. The first one wasn't working. So I had to go grab the one I gave her and use it. Mm-hmm. Well, being a good dad right there. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Centurion, how's things in sunny Phoenix? Um, Still sunny getting very quiet uh unusually quiet but it's all good still chilling here in my house tackling the backlog life playing a bunch of games and uh looking forward to tonight's show and talking about some games yeah brother definitely and uh shock how's the beer run going (laughs) Uh, (laughs) not so successful but uh enjoying uh i just jumped into some metro because i noticed uh some other games were leaving Game Pass, not that one yet. But I was like, oh, wait, it's coming up on a year, so uh, I better finish that before it goes. And uh, RE3 are picked up. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Metro doing. Metro Exodus is great. I love that game. I got to get back into it. Demanding as hell, though, compared to like RE3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, no doubt, to say the least. Um, yeah, that's awesome, dude. Now, before we dive into the topics, just a reminder to everybody in the chat, everybody listening, that we are doing a giveaway for a digital copy of Resident Evil 3 for Xbox One. And to participate, head over to our Twitter account and look at the pinned tweet on how to enter. Contest ends next week on April 9th. So definitely... Now... Going into our first topic of the night, and hey, you know what, guys? Xbox head Phil Spencer has certainly been making the rounds the past few months. Recently, he spoke with IGN's podcast Unlock, and he was asked how he felt about the recent PS5 spec reveal by Mark Cerny and how the Xbox Series X stacks up against it. Now, this is what Phil said, and I quote, No doubt it it felt really... It felt really about how the Xbox Series X lines up. Now, I think Mark and the team did some really good work on the audio processing that they talked about. 
Their SSD technology is impressive. We like that. We saw the work that they did. But, you know, we took a holistic view on the platform from CPU to GPU to RAM to throughput velocity architecture, latency and backwards compatibility. You know, it took us years to get to this point. I will definitely have respect for any platform team that's launching. It just takes a lot of work. But I will say, when we finally saw the public disclosure, I felt even better about the choices that we made on our platform. And I kind of expected that I would. So guys, right off the bat, that's a very confident statement from Phil. Because while still respecting Sony's upcoming uh, upcoming console, you can tell that they were going all in on the specs for the Series X. Do you think that the team behind the console really believes in it? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But does this plan include Lockhart? I mean, I keep scratching my head about the whole Lockhart situation in general. And what? And I'm thinking to myself, why would Xbox manufacture a second console when they can just lower the price of both the X and the S? So I don't know. I mean, to me, it just doesn't make sense to launch another console. Um, so I'm still saying if Lockhart even exists, we know that the Series X is going to be like, you know, obviously the most powerful console on the planet, um, you know, rivaling high-end PCs. And now we're waiting for the price point, mm-hmm. which is probably the most important aspect of uh, of everything. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's going to be a huge factor in determining whether or not Xbox is going to be a major player uh, next gen or again a distant third like they were this one mm-hmm. well that's a thing because i don't think that ryan mccafferty asked anything about lockhart if i'm not mistaken so yeah. which is kind of weird because there's always been the rumors of a second console so i just i did find it kind of weird that he never uh followed up with any of that but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe Tim has something else. Maybe he, he heard something different as far as Lockhart goes. But I'm still saying it doesn't exist. And that's just me. But well, I'm in the uh, I'm in the in the in the idea of or thinking that it does exist. Uh, last I talked about it to somebody um, relevant, they said if they if they wouldn't put Lockhart out, they would cost them millions of dollars of loss. It would be a huge loss. So I think it's coming. I think they're going to talk about it uh, when Sony or uh, basically right now what you have going on is uh, a, a game of cat and mouse. Um, Microsoft knocked it out of the ballpark with, with specs, but now you have the price point. Um, I think Sony uh, was targeting a 399 console, but I don't think it turned out that way. Uh, especially with that report from Bloomberg where they said their bill of materials is around 450. So if that's the case, you're looking at a $449 or $500 console. Uh, So I think Sony's in a waiting state, and I think Xbox is also in a waiting state. And, uh, you know, they have a couple of months, and uh, I do think that Lockhart will be announced and it will be talked about, and uh, it will be... uh, I'm still. Uh, what's the reason, though? I mean, besides the well, whole they, money grab. Well, no, it's it's basically what their idea was, uh, from some of the documentation that I had gotten on back in the day on this, was they wanted a next gen level 
type console, which Lockhart will be. Uh, the targets, you know, low resolution, um, same frames, but uh, that it's, a, you know, an entry level price. So if people want to get into next gen gaming, they want ray tracing, but they want a little bit le le lesser uh, resolution um, and obviously not as, uh, you know, uh, as many effects as you would have as uh, in console, you would have, an, uh, you know, a $300 option. And so would you that, would you say that so the what the lock car is doing is bringing everybody up to speed with the next gen like ecosystem, right? right. Like, at a, at, a, at an affordable price. Okay. Uh, you know, I think that that's what their their thinking was, and um, that was their uh, if you would say Trojan horse or their or their flanking strategy. Um, as I heard that as as well talked about where. Uh, they could they could target a high end most performing console, and then they could also have an alternative, cheaper console that will play your games at the same frame rates as what your high end, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, Anaconda or Series X would be. But since it, it you know carries most of the technology with the uh, CPU and the RAM. Uh, that it can actually, you know, basically do what the X can do, but at a 1080p, you know, point. So I think that that's that that's their whole thinking on that. Uh, I think it's still a go. Uh, yeah, we're getting too late to the to the uh, ball game with this, but you know, also you know, looking at Sony, they they even haven't even shown their console off yet. So I think that it's like I said, it's a waiting, it's a cat and mouse game right now. Who's going to shoot first with price? I think once price comes down and, and people know where it lands, where Sony is, where Xbox is, I think that you might see uh, the uh, Lockhart shortly after that. So I'm, I'm fully in the boat that it's coming. Um, it's just their entry level. Uh, you know, uh, it's cheaper experience into next gen. If you want to go balls out, you want 4K, you want, you know, amazing, uh, you know, the best ray tracing and the most powerful console in the market, you go with Series X. It's a pretty so, straightforward. Uh, so know. what happens to the X? I mean, does it get discontinued, or and they still yeah. produce the S? No, they're gonna get. They're just gonna have Series. From what I, from what I've heard, they're just gonna have Series X and Series S as uh, your your consoles of choice. Uh, they won't have four consoles in manufacture, and you can see the pricing of. The Xbox One X, two ninety nine, even see one ninety nine a week ago or two weeks ago, it sold out within seconds. Uh, MSRP on the X, Xbox One X right now is three ninety nine. So I think that they might phase out the X and the S. They might keep the digital console, the digital, uh, uh, the seed as you would say it, um, as like a, a really cheap option. Um, but you know, to avoid confusion, I don't think they're going to have five uh, consoles on the market to choose from. It's going to be either two or three. Hmm. Well, that's interesting too. And uh, Phil also commented on again the uh, next gen price factor, right? And this is what he had to say: you have to set a price target at the beginning for yourselves, and then you kind of roll in as you see the competition come in and start to go to market planning. I feel good about the price that we're going to be able to get to. 
I feel good about the price and the performance capabilities that we have with the Series X. I feel incredibly strong about the overall package. So, I mean, I guess we'll be hearing about the price relatively soon in whatever kind of a digital format that uh, they choose to go with for their conference or whatever. But if Phil says that he's confident with uh, and he feels good about the pricing, then I got to I, I got to say there must be some kind of a competitive price. So what do you guys think that they will price the Series X at? I mean, I think everybody here assumes it's going to be four ninety nine. Yeah. But my hope is, you know, they would come in, come where any anywhere between four fifty and four hundred dollars. Maybe four hundred dollars is out of the question with the kind of power we're talking about. But I think four forty nine is doable. Um, and if they do, and PlayStation comes in at four ninety nine, I think Sony's going to have a lot of problems. Mm-hmm, definitely. Well, yeah. I mean, whatever whatever you guys get, I'm gonna have to pay a hundred dollars extra because I'm in Canada. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they're gonna come in at four ninety nine. I think Sony might come in a little cheaper or or at four ninety nine. I think, like I said, Sony was originally planning on three ninety nine, and it, let's say they do hit three ninety nine. Let's say that they say they'll take the hit and they hit three ninety nine for the for that console. Then yeah, you got to look at that console a little bit differently. Uh, comparatively because it's a hundred dollars cheaper um but uh, i think if it comes in at the same price yeah microsoft really kind of lucked out with that one uh, you know and you know looking back monday morning quarterback i think that if if xbox when they planned this in 2016 uh they didn't think sony would go with the 499 console um but uh it looks like sony might have went with the console or just on circumstances that they're in that area. So they went with that double strategy where they would have the cheaper price next gen availability at 299 and then the 499 SKU. But uh this if this looks like it's breaking to it looks like it's breaking the way that, that Xbox got a little lucky here. And uh if they're both four ninety nine with the, the performance delta in the in the spec gap that's a big win for Xbox, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, they're if, come in, I think they would come in at four ninety nine. Um, I would pay up to six hundred. You know, I think uh, you're gonna get a premium a premium product with the uh, Xbox Series X. But at the same time, um, we're in a different world right now, different times. They're gonna need that Lockhart. I think now more than ever. Um, if they were on the fence about releasing the Lockhart and with the economy the way it is right now, they may need that cheaper console to uh, get people in that uh, ecosystem. So, if it's in production, yeah, if that's it. So, oh, if it's actually able to be produced, we'll just say that because you, yeah. you know, it takes about a few months to ramp up production. You could theoretically have some out by the end of the year, but you would need a working prototype that you would want to mass produce for sure. Price always moves. And I systems, think he said. Right? Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I was going to say he did talk about the the lines, the product lines, like there in China, were ramping back up. So it yeah. didn't feel like that was going to cause a delay. Uh, but yeah, I think it'd also be like four ninety nine. And I think where they left out with Sony is them Sony putting in that higher end uh, SSD, which might drive up their price. So even though if they're the weaker system, they might not be able to come in cheaper um, because they have a higher, more powerful SSD, which tends to be a lot more expensive than maybe the difference in the graphics card. Yeah, I, was, I think, yeah. Go ahead, Zentran. 
I was just gonna say I was part of the five nine uh the five ninety nine camp for the longest time. Good lord, uh, five ninety nine. Well, dude, I might as well just brace myself uh so that way I don't have sticker shot. I would rather walk out of the store with an extra hundred bucks in my pocket than feeling like oh I should have brought a hundred extra hundred bucks. I don't know. But anyways, um the whole reason why I'm kind of like not in that camp anymore is purely because I agree with uh Megatron that the economy has changed they're probably looking at things differently now uh going forward they they're probably not going to have uh the same idea purely because they know there's some of their uh, user base is now uh not doing as well as they were before this whole incident so they definitely have to uh, pivot on that and so they're i don't see how they would want to make it any higher than 499 now just because of current events it's funny how we say it's funny how we say the economy's changed, but you can't get a hold of a switch and you can't get a hold of uh you know, it's hard to get a hold of these systems right now. It is in general. It is. Uh overall, um I think he talked about it in the uh it, it was in the same uh, our, uh IGN interview. Console mm-hmm. sales are up, console usage is up, game pass is up, everything is up. Um, because obviously, you know, we're in a day and age right now where, uh, the days of going out and, you know, talking and, and being with a group of people are, 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 are now shunned upon for the time being and, uh, people are looking for things to do at home and, and video games is honestly, See, you can't get a hold of it. See, I, but to go back onto the economy standpoint, I'm not talking about like right now. If we got to talk about when the Series X is coming about coming right. out, that's like December. Yeah. So who like you can yeah. you can already see inklings of what's going on with our economy, and right. you know that's one thing that does uh, worry me is what are the long term effects. You can't even get a hold of toilet paper too, so we roll that in. Yeah, you well. probably. Will. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a ten million people. We're ten million be people. A little more uh, conscientious. I don't. I think that the economy. Um, I do believe it'll kick back up, but I do think that there's going to be a little bit of a. I think that when it'll truly start to, you know, get back to where it was, when they you know have a COVID vaccine. You know, yeah, I think it's gonna kick up, but I'm talking about like really kick up. Uh, you see, know, I see, I see uh, industries like gaming and anything that has to do with what's going on right now, staying home. Because if they come out tomorrow and like, hey, you know, we can fix this, there's gonna still be that reluctance and just that whole like mindset that yeah. has been just drove into people now. And so I see, time. I see yeah. services like gaming actually still booming quite well because they revolve around the house. hundred percent. I agree with you. I think, I don't think people are going to transition back quickly. I think there's going to be things that change, you know, uh, days of shaking hands and stuff like that uh, might, you know, go by the wayside. It might be just elbow smash. Just who knows? But you know, the fact is, is that uh, this is going to change us and, and, uh, moving forward, you know, the economy is probably going to be good, but it might not be as good until we fully feel that we are back to, uh, you know, that this, this whole thing, this whole nightmare is gone. And that might take a little bit of time. And um, if, if you're going to be price conscientious and you're going to have a $300 option this day and age, 
Uh, it's it's a good thing, and you know, to have a five hundred ninety nine dollar option now uh, would be uh, just if this never happened. I think if this never happened, we would be like, ah, oh, okay, we can deal with it. But now it's like really, you know, they cannot be at that price, in my opinion. So with that being said, though, what do you think the sweep spot would be for the Lockhart as far as pricing is concerned? Um, for me, I think two ninety nine. Yeah, um, would be great. You, you know, roll in you know three months worth of Game Pass, which helps out a lot a ton because it, it, you right. got all these games that are anything available. to put it in the same price bracket as the Switch. So that way, yeah. you're, when you when you're going out to buy a console and you're in that price bracket, now you have to have a debate: Do I want to go Switch or Nintendo or uh, Nintendo? I mean, Switch or Xbox? And Right now, it's a no-brainer for a lot of people because they don't want to flip the bill for some of the expensive consoles. Yeah, man, they're gonna yeah. go to the stadia. Phil did mention <laughs> he did bring up, and I he did bring up the uh, whole all-access pass that they've been doing. Yeah. So I feel like they're gonna make that the focal point. So even if they have to announce that four ninety-nine, that they're gonna say actually no, it's you know nineteen ninety-nine or tw- or two ninety or sorry twenty-nine ninety-nine dollars a month. Yeah, whatever. they're gonna yeah. just keep driving that home, just in case Sony does undercut and come at four hundred. They're, you know, making the perception that oh, I can right. get this way cheaper than I can get a PS4. And from what I've heard on Lockhart, that it's really, it's it's they try to cut corners as much as they could with that console. No disc drive, possibly um, certain things that you know we you would expect might not be there. It's just going to basically be a console that could play your games well and and on a next gen uh, status or or comparable at a lower resolution but that's it you know you you know you might not get some of the bells and whistles that you get with uh uh the series x you know what do you guys what do you guys think though you think this maybe just move x cloud to the forefront of everything when you talk about costs and the age we're living in right now because at this point you need a bluetooth controller uh no no i don't think think so it I might. I just want to point out the whole reason why I say no is because right now, even Microsoft is having to bring down the latency on. I mean, they're having to mess with their systems to just handle the yeah. load. Our internet infrastructure right now is so overloaded that I feel like that actually would hinder the rollout of xCloud right now. Because I mean, like I, I've noticed everywhere I go, the internet is just trash. Yeah. They definitely can ramp things up, though. Like I want to see, I want to see trash, but it's you definitely see. Well, a, worse than well, I mean, worse, worse than what I got. Worse than what yeah. I got. You know. Yeah. Okay, so trash. Yeah, I find it. It is interesting though how uh, Xbox their infrastructure is kind. I don't know. You, you take a look at your friends hit friends list, and mine's always fluctuating, Mine and it's just cra- it's just crazy. I'm like, what in the Ooh, heck is yeah. going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it. Well, it has to do with the. Uh, you know, it's the servers are being overloaded right now. The service itself, like, there's so much activity going on that I think they have to, uh, well, cut back on a bit on everybody's activity. Unfortunately, so kind of crazy there. But uh, did you guys happen to catch uh, the actual like the podcast that IGN did about all this? Because it was very informative. Phil had even talked about or I should say Ryan had even uh, asked Phil 
about uh, how he thinks, uh, you know, the projections for the console launch, if anything's affected. And he th- said that things are pretty much good to go for the Series X. You know, they're still on schedule. And he was asked if they would push back uh, Halo Infinite. And he said everything's still looking pretty good from what I understood. So uh, they seem pretty confident going forward, at least with uh, the launch schedule that they have anyways. I think I like the fact that he mentioned... Um, about everyone on and all the different teams being safe. I mean, um, it wouldn't surprise me if there if they were if there were uh, delays with this stuff. I mean, you, how how big is the studio three four three studios? I mean, uh, the studios are growing. They have to. I mean, they have to. It's over like three or three hundred, yeah. almost four hundred. Uh, yeah, a yeah. lot of coordination, a lot it's of project huge. management. I, I got um, the vibe from him in the interview that there would be delays. It's just. It's possible. Well, I mean, he said what he said was. You can you feel much better on the hardware side. Software side is basically uh, it's kind of a little, like a wait and see, um, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that's just our lives right now, and everything. It's a wait and see. If this thing goes better than expected, then yeah, I think that if people are back in work and back in studios and stuff like that uh, in two months, then yeah, then that's great. But if it's you know, five months now, and we're still fucking on this hunkered down bullshit. You know, yeah. uh, well, I shouldn't say bullshit, but what we're doing right now, uh, then then all bets are off. You know, so it's just a wait and see. I have a reason to believe that Halo Infinite is complete, and they're just what what they're doing is just enhancing it. Um, you know, for the for the Series X. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but. Um, I think it is complete, and they're just in the process now of uh, making sure that, um, you know, all everything's there. So, any game is going to depend on where they are in development. But um, yeah, I guess it's just I I'd rather have a delay, especially with a game like Halo, or uh, or you know, CD Projekt Red, uh, you know, their project Cyberpunk, than have something come out. You got one time to get it right, especially with Microsoft and everybody being so critical of them, you know, with anything they launch, you know, you know, they take anything positive and just spin it down to the dumpsters, you know. So I just, especially with a game like Halo, you know, you got one shot to get it yeah. right, you know, you do like you did last year, you have a launch window. Now, if you got to yeah. extend something, you know, just do it that way, you know, like they did uh, with the uh, Xbox One when it came out, you have this launch window where, you know, you have this, I guess, which would be first quarter. I think you know, for just, cyber, I think for cyberpunk, that game has been in development for like ten years, and <laughs> almost yeah. a, almost the same thing for uh, Infinite. It's been you know since Halo Halo uh, Halo Five released, two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. That's twenty five mm-hmm. yeah. years. In development. Yeah, so it was a little rocky, um, little rocky development. But you know, I mean, listen, at the end of the day. Uh, if it's going to get delayed three months, uh, we saw what happened with The Last of Us 2 and mm-hmm. and uh, even with Wasteland 3. Uh, I think you're going to expect some software delays just for the for the fact that, um, you know, working from home is, is you can get somewhat production out of it, but you're still not getting the production Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. you know, some I, of these guys I, have I, families. I some of them have families, and their kids are home. There's distraction. They want the attention. The kids want the attention. A lot. The dynamics change when it comes to working from home as opposed to working. And you have no boss there. Yeah. So your wife is the boss. So <laughs> so, <laughs> so when was uh, when was the Last of Us two scheduled to release again? May. 
So I think it's a blessing in disguise for Sony, to be honest, because now it says indefinitely that, which means it's mm-hmm. probably going to get slotted in and launch with the PlayStation Five. Now, if you think about it, mm-hmm. now and can I throw out a rumor on that one? Go ahead. Do you think they're going to try to also potentially sneak multiplayer back in now with this delay? <clears throat> uh, nope. No, the multiplayer aspect still takes a long time to develop. We're not saying that they can't. They can still do it a year down the line, but... So you don't uh, think I they think didn't have nothing late. in production at all when it came to a multiplayer? I don't think yeah. so, but I'm just guessing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're going for that money. They have something planned, but um, knowing them, they're not going to have it where they, they're going to have it either be a free-to-play or it's going to be an expansion. Uh, I think... With this, uh, you're either looking at um, something like two to three months, you know, delay, or you, if they might just go full blow, full full blown, you know, uh, go for launch, which would help them. But you know, the fact is, is that the game was announced in 2016. It'll be four years since the announcement. The game was definitely made with PlayStation Four in mind, where like a game like Halo Infinite, uh, Frankie O'Connor has already said that they are, you know, developing for all the consoles, Scarlet, uh, you know, and, and they're mm-hmm. going to leverage Scarlet. So it's not kind of like you're going to get that type of preferential treatment unless they can do it within this, this six months. But my my opinion, not to go off course, is that that game, probably two to three months will, will come out mm-hmm. uh, because this, this is going to calm down. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, especially... Uh, Washington and LA seem to, uh, California have really done a good job uh, with mitigation comparatively to like New York, where uh, I think that's where they're based. So they might be back to work a little bit earlier. You know, supposedly it's a distribution thing. I guess mm-hmm. they can't make the CD or the Blu ray players uh, to, to match the demand. Uh, so I can't see that really waiting until next gen launch. But you know, you never know. If they do, the right thing would be, I think, to have multiplayer at launch because I think yeah. that they could do it. But I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. I I do really like Phil's comments about what he said. Um, again, that podcast it was very informative. It talked about that they do have, you know, that they are going to show a bunch of new first party titles and also third party deals that they have probably in the next couple of months. So very excited. And they also talked about scale bound for some reason about it, not coming back. It's dead. So just a uh, reminder, everybody he was happy with that question to be honest. <laughs> so if you watch the interview, mm-hmm. wait, wait, which, qu- which question? <laughs> he asked him about uh, scale bound. I think mm-hmm. it feels like at this oh, point, yeah, that's right. He's losing, he's losing his mind with that because, yeah, and that's been a long time. Yeah, there's still an interest for it. Well, I'll admit I was, but I, hey, you know what? I gave up on it a long, long time ago, and people just need to uh, learn to let things go. So, yeah, I, anyways, I'm very confident with what uh, Phil said, and I'm happy to see where Xbox is uh, slowly taking us. But you know what, guys, we're going to stick with the uh, multiple game delays topic. And because, like you guys said, The Last of Us 2 was uh, 
it has been delayed indefinitely. But also, uh, there's been a few other titles. Iron Man VR, which looked like a pretty cool game. That's another Sony game. It got delayed indefinitely. Uh, Wasteland 3 got pushed back. Originally, it was supposed to come out in late May. Now it got moved all the way to August, uh, repositioning itself. Even Minecraft Dungeons, it was supposed to come out later this month. It got pushed back only a month, but still got a little bit of a delay. Hey, uh, thank, hey, thank God. Thank God for uh, Animal Crossing, Resident Evil 3, and Ori and the Will of the Wisp, huh? Yeah, and Doom. <laughs> Guys, yeah, and, Doom. and Doom. Yeah, let's not forget Doom. Oh, man. Doom has been 31 a hours, I think, in Ori right now. I'm trying to do every single thing before I finish it. So I'm, I'm on the last, uh, I think it's called, what, the Whispering the Whisp- Tree or something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. I'm on that last part and I just haven't gotten to fi- I'm still I'm playing Resident Evil 3 right now. I'm probably about three and a half hours into it. Almost finished with the game. I just finished with the spider. I can't stand spiders, bro. Like <laughs> I just, I Resident ch- Evil 3 is sick. That uh, spider's difficult though in Ori. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that Gears Tactics still makes its state? Uh, since it's uh, only PC based, I think initially they might. Is that coming out digital. Both on both consoles? No and is that both coming at the same time for console and PC, or just PC first? I think PC first. Uh, I, I believe it's PC first, uh, w- but it it so was announced for no Xbox, <laughs> but it's supposed to come out on April twenty eighth. They haven't said anything about a delay yet, so. I'm kind of hoping that it stays that way because, again, it would be nice to have some games spread out instead of just, like, push back all the way. But, you know, that would be nice to have. Um, but there's a Tony's excuse anyway. It was all about, uh, like, physical, getting the physical copies out so those people could play. So if it's all it's PC-based, all then piece. they shouldn't have any issue. Mm-hmm, absolutely. But there's another title from Sony that I am curious if they do delay, and that would be Ghosts of Tsushima, because that game comes out, I think, in mid to late June. Do you guys think we'll see a delay there? Because that's I another big I, game. I hope you. I mean, for the for the fans of PlayStation, you know, you're looking forward to that game. Um, it sucks when you get your hopes up and, you know, you get ready to play a game and it's delayed. So, I mean, for Sony oh. fans, I don't have a PlayStation. So if I had one, I'd get it. But um, I know it would suck. There is a possibility of it just releasing digital. So. Mm-hmm. But they're not doing that with The Last of Us. I mean, that yeah, game is. They would do it. That game is mostly done from what Naughty Dog said. So, you know, it would be nice if they released it digitally, but I just think they're banking on, I guess they have so many pre-orders already from retail that uh, they just have to push it back. Yeah, you're losing some of that 100 million consoles on the table. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Well, I, I mean, it is smart to delay, obviously. You know, not a lot of people are working at the moment, but uh and there, honestly, there is enough to play. There's all kinds of games out there already. We all have backlogs to work on. And even if the devs do need extra time, you know, if they're working from home, then, you know, all the power to them. Uh, we can wait a little bit, right? Yeah. So speaking of not work, is everybody doing okay? Hanging in there, man. We had some, doing uh, right? some big cuts in my job. And, uh, yeah. I'm kind of holding down the fort, man. I'm just that eight hours of work that I still have usually is yeah. like 10 to 12. It's all crammed into about eight. 
And uh, yeah, it's uh, as soon as I punch in, it's like go go go. But <laughs> yeah, I'm ready rough. to go back to rough. the office. Yeah, it's been rough. Friends, family, just uh, they all been getting get hitting hard on my end. So it's rough. Yeah, man. there's been downsizing around me. I kind of, I think I survived the downsizing. I'm still working. Mm-hmm. The company get any money from is. the government, Megatron? Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm getting my uh my Trump money. <laughs> Give yeah, me my well, money. Yeah, I'm getting. Yeah, That'll I'm help. Getting, yeah, definitely, definitely. Two months of maybe hunkering down and this really, you know, maybe starts to make a mm-hmm. turn. But for yeah. me, it's been uh, everything's been good. Uh, yeah, my my sushi excursions for lunch is uh, not the same anymore. It's it's ramen and uh, <laughs> everything cut with rice. <laughs> so, but uh, I cut back a lot. Yeah. I still got a gaming budget. Every place that you know, I usually used to go out. Every place is closed. That's a hard yeah. habit to kick, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, well, <laughs> it's a hard now habit. There's no options. And, and everything shut down at ten o'clock. Like uh, here in Jersey, at least for me, you know, sometimes you know, I'll, I'll, I'll split my shift sometimes, and it's still, you know, like everything's dead. There's no cars on the road. I feel yeah. like I'm the only car for miles. Sometimes I don't see anyone around. So uh, Papa yeah. John's, they uh, they put the pizza on the floor. When they deliver it now, I'm like, yeah, because that's so much more sanitary now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just wear some gloves and hand me a box. Oh my god! So it's like they hide it under the doormat. <laughs> he he <laughs> stood on the stairwell, like a couple stairs steps down, and wait for me to pick it up off the floor. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. not good. That's a, you're like, you're a building, right? So you got like a thousand feet running up and down those stairs. So. <laughs> The uh, the company I used to work for, um, which is WSS, they're in they're in some big trouble. Are they um, really? Yeah, because they. I mean, think about it. They have you know almost ninety stores throughout the U.S. and you know there's not a lot of people closed, right? Yeah, they're still. I mean, they have the online business, which is doing really well, but still, it's just you know. It's yeah. not in now. I work for a you know a recession proof, uh, a pandemic proof business where you know business is just crazy right now. Where I am, so yeah, your business has really been shot up, right? Oh my god, it's it's out of control. I just got a promotion too, which is nice. Nice, yeah, so everything's good. Shout yeah. out to everybody in the chat too, man. I hope you guys are holding up too as well, man, and staying safe. Appreciate you. Well, I'll tell you guys, I. Uh, I'm working my ass off right now. I work in uh, in, a, in, a, in a hospital, is and uh, it is crazy busy. And there's always something new every time I walk in. They have different uh, procedures for uh, you know checking us out and uh, making sure that we're fine as soon as we walk into the hospital. Um, yeah, lots going on. They actually set up a, a tent outside in one of the parking lots to like hold like a bunch of people. So you know, and there's a lot of movement. So. Definitely, definitely. Um, I know. I know we're going off topic, but I went to the hospital mm-hmm. uh, last week over here. We have a hospital like two blocks, really nice hospital uh, in Ennis. And the first thing you do when they come in is they take your temperature to see if you have a fever, and then you know, obviously, they ask you if you have any symptoms. But I went into something totally unrelated. Uh, I had to get my blood drawn, you know, because of my thyroid. Just a six-month checkup to basically do all the, the, uh, you know, the just the blood panel in general. But everything's on high high alert. Everyone's wearing masks. In you know, it's just it's just a crazy time. 
it's hard not to think about. I mean, like I'm mm-hmm. going to the grocery store Saturday, and uh, we're at the Walmart, and everyone's wearing the mask, and they have the shopping carts all lined up, and they're only letting like what fifty people at a time in the yeah. grocery store. It's just. It's a gaming show, but it's just hard to, you know, not think about what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. That game distracts us, but damn, man, it's just like absolutely. Oh, no, it's, it's, go ahead. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen here soon because of like how are people right now still because we haven't gotten those checks and we might not get them. You might not get it until the, towards the end of April. How are those people buying food and paying their rent? Because not my apartment place. They send out those papers saying, oh, no, your rent's due. We're not. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of mortgage companies like Bank of America, they're letting you defer your your mortgage. They're giving you options to pay it later or, you know, push it back to your loan. If you're on a a lease, I don't know what you do. My wife is in property management. They have, (laughs) at least here in Arizona, I don't know about other states, but they have um, three, basically 120 days from a certain day that happened, like, few days ago um that basically they cannot evict you until this date so anything you owe them yeah you got to have that all paid up within three by that date <laughs> with what job move and that's what well i get low i guess right now i guess unemployment they're i guess giving out a lot i have no idea oh, yeah, how they're much giving they're out a shitload of unemployment they're mm-hmm. giving out and they still tax that shit yeah, a week. People elect to tax it or not, but you know you have to pay at the end of the year. But they're also giving six hundred dollars out uh, for unemployment. A fucking so week. You, yeah, they and they, they and they extended it. They've advertised they, that there's money going out, so all these places that you know, like you know, your rent or your your mortgage payment or whatever, they're aware of the money that you're receiving, so they're all like, hey, you know. It, it it's not free, so just please make sure you have us paid by this date. Mm-hmm. I hear you, Gennaro. Gennaro is like, they don't, they don't give an AF about COVID-19. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, I just think financially and everything is going to take a, a while to kick back. I mean, like Jeremy talks about his old country company, which is a really good company. They sell sneakers and and you know what do they do? They have ninety stores, and they're all closed down, and, and it wasn't their fault. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones said they'll they'll help them out if they need uh, they need help. Since uh, you guys don't know this, but Jerry Jones is an investor in WSS, so uh, he he's basically going to bail them out if they get in trouble. Well, they, these companies, not just them, and. A lot of these, even restaurants, I've I got a feeling that a lot of restaurants, some of them won't come back, you know. Yeah, these mom and pop places. It's going to take a while for demand to ramp back up again. Mm-hmm. You know, they still have to pay their leases? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like the fact, I just like this whole situation because I'm actually getting into games I never thought I'd get into. You guys checked out Journey to the Savage Planet yet? Oh, that's a great game. I heard it. I haven't oh, dude, that that game's awesome. Um, I played up. only good pickup by uh, Google. Yeah. What really? Google? Yeah. What do you mean? Google bought Wait. them back in January. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a yeah. very beautiful. I think it's it's a very good looking game. Very well put together. I haven't really seen any bugs to really write home about. And I mean, it's really fun, and <laughs> it even does stuff that's funny as hell. It's a, it's co-op? a cross between co-op or no? yeah. There's co-op. Yeah, it's a cross between like uh, No Man's Sky and like Fallout. Real quirky kind of gameplay, funny. 
Mm-hmm. But no, no. but there's an actual endpoint to this. There's an actual goal, which I thought yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Who's mm-hmm. the maker of it? Typhoon. Typhoon. Oh, Typhoon. Okay. Yeah, they're based in Montreal. They uh, yeah, they just got bought by Google back in like November or something. So yeah. nice pickup by them. They're gonna need some more studios if they want to compete. And uh, speaking of studios, guys, we're gonna move on to our next topic. And there's been a lot of talk this week about the PlayStation 5 and performance issues. Now, supposedly, and we have to take this with a massive grain of salt because we can't really confirm this, but there there has been some validation here. A person who works in the game industry came out and stated that we should expect the PS5 to be delayed and that it will have heating problems to rival the Xbox 360. Ouch, that's not a that's not a good start if that's true. Now, he went on to say that the hardware is failing at an alarming rate and that the system can't maintain its clocks. Sony is supposedly going to redesign the console, but doesn't want to copy the tower design of the Xbox Series X. Now, it's interesting, but it's hard to really verify, again, a random commenter. However, Windows Central contributors Daniel Rubino and Jez Corden are stating that they've heard similar things from others as well. So that gives this a little bit of a, a way to this rumor. Now, guys, what do you make of this? Because it would definitely help to explain why Sony has been so silent in comparison to Microsoft the past few months. Can I hop in on this? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll kick this off. All right. For starters, if this during this generation, how many rumors were started around the Xbox brand that Xbox did not get in front of that got wildly out of control and actually ended up creating a lot of clout around the brand? Um, same thing could happen here with uh, PlayStation is if they don't get in front of these rumors, uh, these rumors can definitely uh Uh, gain some ground and start running through the communities and in my opinion as a consumer this is me as a consumer i love gaming i already have the money put away for both consoles but the point is do i want to go out now and buy the ps5 with these rumors circulating around it because i know you can buy warranties but do you want to deal with that um also that's just a lot of money to put out for the uh to have that rumor floating around the uh, the can hardware. Can I ask you quick? Can I ask you quick? Is that rumor kind of contained, or is it like everybody's rolling with it, dude? From what because I, if everybody has seen that little that little uh, okay, but there's a difference between there's a bit there's a difference between major outlets, and I'm talking about like Kotaku, IG, okay. everybody rolling with it, then then just someone posting on a, on a well, blog or whatever they posted it. And you know, I well, mean, yeah, there maybe I there's smoke one fire, but um, I do think. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I have one article from Tweaktown labeled uh, "PlayStation 5's rumored heat issue should be solved in a final console." Sources say the PS5 runs hot, but Sony should compensate with a powerful co- cooling solution. That came mm-hmm. out on Tweaktown. So I mean, today, there's like right? I was looking at that. I'm looking well, at a few days article. ago, yeah. Oh, okay. So my, you know. My and Jeremy, you asked because is it widespread? Is it common common talk? The answer is no. Have major outlets like Ataku and IGN picked it up? The answer is no. The way it yeah. originated was the guy named I think it was named Jeff Rickle uh, posted a YouTube comment on uh, some of the things that that you have heard. I think that his uh, I think that his tweets. Or, or his his uh, the way he described it was a little 
you know, uh, I think he sounds like he's a little embellished. I don't think it's as bad as a 360, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, type thing. Um, I've heard that, you know, they might have had problems with their yields and the clocks are not maybe, you know, that, that has been uh, 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 something that has been, you know, rumored or, you know, you get random posts. Um, you know, uh, you know, the guy, Jason Schreier, who I'm not a fan of, but he looked into the guy, Jeff Rickle, and the guy did have like some, the sky is type falling comments, uh, yeah. you know, on, on Sony that weren't exactly fair. Uh, the guy is in the industry, supposedly, uh, Rubino has said he has heard certain things from different people as well. So the, the bottom line is, is that it is being talked about. It is possibly a possibility, but I don't think that you, anybody should take their hat and, and, you know, take this and, 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 uh, completely say this is fact. Uh, right. one of the things with Sony is, is that they got to show the console. I think once they show the console, a lot of answers will be, uh, a lot of questions will be answered. And when you haven't showed the console and the way they rolled this out, um, with, you know, the type of stuff that they've talked about, um, and, you know, just the way they're piecemealing it, uh, they've done a shitty job and, uh, not yeah. seeing the console and, uh, you know, not showing off the form factor. It's going to lend itself to this type of stuff. Have a quick, I, well, and th- and that's what I was getting at. I mean, if it's if everybody's reporting it, then Sony has no choice but to respond to this. If it's just a few people, and you know, I, I think they're still going to lay low and let it kind of blow over. But yeah, the whole fact of them not revealing the um, you know the way the console looks, the design, uh, and just you know, some of the, uh, these other rumors that are circulating, it's just bad uh, for Sony in general, but I, I mean, is it something they did before? I mean, when the PS4 was announced and revealed, did they, that was before E3, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. It was at a February event before E3, and I think they only showed off, they didn't show off the console itself, but they showed off a few games, and I think they may have shown off the, uh, the DualShock 4, if I'm not mistaken, but that was mm-hmm. it. But they haven't even shown off the controller uh, yet. They've only they've only shown off the the logo, the uninspired logo, which is uh, I don't know, guys. It just it doesn't it just seems just kind of weird that we haven't seen it yet. I, obviously, I mean they've been doing so well this past gen that they're kind of in the driver's seat. But Microsoft has just been so confident ever since uh, well the past few months. It's December and the Game Awards. Everybody's just been like, wow, look at Microsoft and uh, the Xbox Series X. So and I, you, yeah, I do think Invader it's premature. You know, we sh- uh, like Tim was talking about. We shouldn't be, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's just it, they say it's a high failure rate, but you know the system's not even out yet. It's eight months to launch, uh, which you know they can definitely squeak out some. May- maybe there's uh, alleged issues they're talking about. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. But then you look at the dev kits, and they have massive, massive vents on them. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they did have some some kind of heating issues. I mean, you look at the way that the Series X is designed. It's designed as, like, a massive tower. Mm -hmm. Those dev kits are PC-based, though, right? They're not really what they're using um, in the actual console itself, right? It's just a, a given spec, and they throw a bunch of graphic cards in there and a CPU and they kind of just 
guess on the ballpark of where it's going to be at, right? As far as the the teraflop performance, right? I'm not mistaken. Those aren't those aren't actual PS PS fives. The dev kits. Yeah, not exactly, but it gives kind of an idea of how it's going to mm-hmm. run. So if they're having heating issues already, well, again, we'll just take everything as a grain of salt. It's hard to say, but. It is interesting, though, that there are some outlets, uh, some contributors saying that they have heard similar things. So just it's something to keep an eye on, is all I'm saying. Just something to keep an eye on. Um, oh, it looks like uh, Tim left us for a moment. He'll probably be joining us back up. But, you know, what? we're going to we're going to transition to another set of news. And unfortunately, guys, Xbox, uh, you know, we, we occasionally lose publications and. An Xbox publication is closing its doors. Publisher Future has closed official Xbox magazine. OXM has been around for a while. Forever. Forever. Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> I remember reading them for the longest time. They've been around since the launch of the original Xbox back in November of 2001. 18 years to be exact, right? So, hey, some people are, you know you know 18 and remember <laughs> oh man it just it goes that back it goes far back and i always enjoyed it i always enjoyed its content and it, it had some well done articles reviews and i will always remember it for those discs that came with uh, the magazine yeah. you know oh, definitely yeah. some extra incentives back in the day for exclusive demos gamer picks and well other other stuff anyways but guys how do you feel about this news uh, were any of you subscribers or fans of oxm I was a fan back in the day. I, you know, one of the main reasons why I got that magazine was because of the game, the disc, the demos you got. Um, and they put uh, in some nice shit in those in those oh, discs. Oh yeah. Oh my god. That's it. It was great. It was. I was. You know. And I. I was a subscriber back in the day. And. Um, but I guess it's time now. I mean, everyone's you know on their phone. That's where we get all the info from. Yeah, nowadays. So it's just a sign of the times, you know. There was a lot of good bathroom reading back then. You know, I didn't get up to my legs with numb, you know. So, you know, but now it's just, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I guess it's time. It's time. I, I still were... have a few. I still have a few magazines somewhere and a couple of Yeah, crates. I do too. <laughs> so if I remember correctly, the subscription was, uh, it went from $9.99 and I think they upped the price. Uh, later on till i believe mm-hmm. either 12.99 or 14.99 but that was one of the it was a really well put together magazine you know the articles were were, were uh, well well written and uh, the you know the pictures uh you know it, it, it was art is artful so didn't Ryan um, McCaffrey write for OXM at one point i think uh, yeah i think early on in his career he did a mm-hmm. couple things yeah he did. um yeah but it was I'm gonna miss him. I mean, I haven't I haven't paid attention to him in so long. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. I got some game discs. I uh, I was just uh, rummaging few through a few things before we started, and I found a few game discs. I got game disc uh, 127 here, ironically, uh, for the same as the uh, show we have tonight, and. What do I got? I got a demo for Catherine here. I got another disc, uh, the Gunstringer. By the way, the Gunstringer, fun game. I like that one. Oh, that was a great game. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could see a lot of the, um, uh, you know, these outlets that jumped on the internet, the digital bandwagon late kind of got left behind. 
Um, you know, same goes for publications. Um, you know, the, you know, you see some of the major guys still, still in play, but a lot of the smaller, uh, smaller companies are no longer in existence. And I think you see the effects of that right here. It was so much cheaper to subscribe to some of these magazines as opposed to buying them out of like uh, Barnes and Nobles. Oh my gosh. What was it like? What were they like? 12 bucks? I'm trying to remember that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would, I would literally, I mean, at, at one point, I would literally go into like a Barnes and Nobles or Borders. I grab my coffee, grab a whole bunch of gaming magazines, a couple just read them, and just sit there, put my feet up, and sit there for about three, four hours and just chill. My my so. favorite early on was Game Fan. I'm not. Maybe Tim would remember that one, and Megatron would remember that. One. Maybe Shockley, who knows? But Game Fan was my favorite. Game uh, Fan. Game fan. No, it was Game Fan. Look at Game Fan magazine. Type in Game Fan on Google. Uh, Game Pro was okay, but Game Fan was probably the best. And then you got Play. You guys remember Play magazine? That was a really well put put together magazine. EGM was my favorite. Yeah, Yeah, I think just because the writers. So the one thing about magazines, as opposed to the internet today, was back in the day you can get a magazine and you would have. Exclusive new information that nobody. That's where you got your news. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Yeah. You get your news there, so you would like like finding new information. You know, we just go on the internet now. We wait. Didn't have for... YouTube to watch trailers. Yeah. Right. You, <laughs> it, it, it goes so up there with. Was... Uh... It goes up there with what? I like Prima Game Guides. Does everybody oh, yeah. remember those? Yeah. Well, there was uh... Sue, by the way. Yeah, they're still around, I think. What Prima? Yeah, yeah. Um, they I, don't do. They don't. As far as I know, they don't really do uh, hard part. copy editions very much anymore. Yeah, I, I actually I, have the game guides for like Skyrim and Fallout uh, Four and all them. Did anybody ever have that holiday disc demo or demo disc uh, for PlayStation Magazine? I believe it was. So if you put it in and tried to play Beautiful Joe Two, it would erase your memory card if it was inside. <laughs> what? Yep. Uh, it's an infamous wow. uh, demo disc. I think it was my yeah. I think it was my Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Just everything was just wiped out. It's like you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Merry that's rough. Christmas. Uh, I was a big fan of. Uh, I was a big fan of Nintendo Power. You remember? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I got stacks of those still uh, locked away, tucked away under my bed somewhere. <laughs> I really thought that the evolution of the magazine thing was going to be um, G4 television. And uh, I don't know. It was disappointing that they didn't, they didn't get into something even bigger because now it's off. I guess everything's on yeah. YouTube. It's mainstream. I, I was, you know what? Uh, uh, about that. About that, Megatron, I think that was way ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just like, um, you know, uh, Electric Playground was kind of way ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Came out a little too early as opposed to a little too late. Uh, you know, it's just it's one of those things where Wasn't you have content? to be. Well, you have to be. You kind of have to be at the for lightning to strike like that and be successful. You kind of have to be at the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know well, what I mean? So now it's about 
Well, now it's about just, uh, you know, who gets the more engagement. I mean, magazines were yeah. great at one point, but now, I mean, you look at, we transitioned into websites, we transitioned into, yeah, YouTube, uh, even stuff like uh, Twitter, you know, you get a lot of uh, rumors that are spread around over there, uh, forums, different gaming forums are very popular for that stuff. And yeah, d just podcasts like ours, people want to hear these interviews they want to hear they want to be connected a little more and sometimes you just uh don't get that from pages from a magazine so they don't get to interact the same way like some of our fans they get to ask questions during interviews they get to interact with us or just uh you know there's all kinds of different interactivity and yes. uh social media changed everything i mean you look at somebody like ign and that's a possibility like um i'm not gonna be like one of us in the group will be privy to some information that IGN doesn't even know yet. They're still they're behind the curve now. Didn't they you know? used to have a yeah, magazine? They're, they're late to the news news cycle. Yeah, because I've heard some things. You've heard people hear things, and they're, they can't. They're playing catch up as we, you know, yeah. there's just like so. You know, and it's, one of the things with magazines too. You know, you, you we now have these. You know, you go on Twitter and you get the pictures of of the games and and the reveals and and you see what it looks like back then. There was none of that either. You would get the pictures of it on the on the magazine itself. Okay, and you'd be like, oh that. my god, look at how this game looks. <laughs> yeah. There were always those magazines were always a month behind. You would get the April issue in May. And then May would come in, you know, in, in June and so on and so forth. Big one was getting that one after E3, reading all the stuff that happened. Oh you yeah. Know, Megatron was talking about how uh IGN's uh behind the eight ball now, but in this day and age, you have to you have to have a niche. You have to do something that's that's different. And you look at you look at sites like Digital Foundry and what they're able to accomplish and how they're kind of taking off on what they're doing because it's it, it's very different as opposed to uh, you know somebody like Kotaku or IGN. Um, you know, I think it's just interesting how these you know some of these other places have kind of found their way. Uh, through other uh, other means and other sources, like yeah. Digital Foundry. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Absolutely, and that's just the change. You know, the change with technology and just the transitions into different media. Digital Foundry obviously has found their their niche. They they talk about in depth analysis about tech mm. and games, and uh, they they do something very unique. That's why a lot of people go go to them because they have an expertise in that area uh but and then if you're just talking about regular game news well a lot of podcasts eat that up now a lot of there's uh there's so many more avenues for uh gaming fans to go to to hear their information from youtube is a big source and it's not necessarily uh a main website or a main news outlet that they get their news from which is just very it's very telling of the times that we're in right now I still say that uh, Digital Foundry owes Tim some some royalty money off that because he early on I remember Tim promoting Digital Foundry before they were you know, they were pretty big, and I, I still say Tim has to send them an email uh, some with some royalty checks in that or some marketing dollars. <laughs> well, it's, right. like, it's like it's like it's like uh, Invader said they they are. And expertise in a, in a in an industry where 
they are the pretty much say all or the be all. If they say your game is running in performant, you know, not compared to another. But it wasn't on. like it wasn't like that before. I, I would say a year ago or a year and a half ago, you know, nobody really took. They're kind of flying under the radar. Nobody really took them seriously. Now all of a sudden, uh, they're huge. They're getting huge, and you know. I, don't know. I think if you compare them to IGN, I think IGN's in a lot more trouble, you know. Than they're bottom they're, line. They're 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 giving you the specs. Bottom line, there's no questions. Like here it is. Here are the numbers. Where someone like IGN, you may say, "Hey, these guys are biased." That's why, yeah. you know, people are just not really feeling them anymore. Well, so. and IGN, I don't think IGN's in trouble. To be honest, they they receive a lot of money still from. Uh, you know, Nintendo and Sony and, and still, you mm -hmm. know, maybe even Microsoft. And that's what keeps their, their doors open. You know, it's not their writing or their clicks that keep their doors open. It's the, you know, it's it's places like Sony, like Nintendo that keep their doors open. Mm -hmm. But then you look at other outlets like, uh, let's say, Kotaku, for example, they've uh, run into issues the past few months. They've had uh, different writers leave. Uh, talk about just... Uh, I know things aren't as well as they seem over there. There's a few outlets that aren't doing too well right now that you may see drop off as well. And that's again, that's just the changing... That's just how things go. Everything changes so quickly with digital. It's funny how we talk, we're we talk, we're going to talk about one topic and then we get into subtopics, <laughs> a slew of subtopics. And well, they <laughs> it, well, Jeremy, it sprawls into others, right? Because yeah, we, we talk yeah. about magazines and then we go on to other media because it all affects each other, right? The different yeah. transitions. But uh, either way, it's a shame to see uh, OXM go the way that it did. It had a good run. I'll say that, Ben. They uh, they definitely had some good points to them, but uh, it's just a sign of the times, right, guys? Yeah. All yep. right. All right, fellas. We will move on to what will be our last topic of the evening. And after quite a few leaks and rumors, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered has finally been announced, and it is available to download, but only for the PlayStation 4. And it is a timed exclusive until April 30th, and then it will be made available for Xbox One and PC. Now, how do you guys feel about this? As Xbox used to be known for its timed deals with Call of Duty content, but it was never a campaign remaster. It was only DLC maps and such. Yeah, they're getting killed uh, when it comes to this. They need to do something that, even if it's a timed monthly uh uh exclusive um i think it hurts xbox for sure i mean uh, imagine you have two systems okay and you know you want to play with your buddies and and that's the only time the only time you can play it is you know a month before on the playstation you're going to get it for the playstation you're not going to xbox is not going to sell software so um and it just it's another reason to own a playstation you know, so uh, I th I think it definitely hurts. You know, I think Xbox needs to do something. You see all the other companies doing it. You see Epic doing their deals, uh, bringing in some, I mean, just all-star caliber uh, teams uh, to work with them and titles. Well, we don't know the titles yet, but. <clears throat> um, and then you can go down the line with Nintendo has their games and then Sony has theirs. And now. 
uh, you know, some of these deals, it just hurts Xbox in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, it was just the the news just came like it was only announced what like a few days ago, and then oh, it's suddenly available now. Apparently, the game was ready like years ago, but they just chose to release it now. They're just waiting for the right time for it, and I guess since everybody has a lot of time on their hands, it's the perfect time to release it. I do find it interesting how they released it now. They're gonna rake in some serious cash. Um, oh, yeah. in the process right. yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm, it's, absolutely it's, it's like the worst remaster it doesn't have anything except the campaign and even that but I don't think they did too much of an overhaul but it's still a a title that people want no matter how, how you uh, how you cut it you know what right. I mean so, yes I mean what's exclusive right now is you can go and play uh, the spec ops and multiplayer of, of yeah. that game with the uh, Xbox One right now Oh, with the yeah, <laughs> backwards yeah. compatibility. <laughs> but it's not the same, man. <laughs> I mean, is the thirty-day difference that big enough a deal of me to want? Especially to with everything it? dropping this month. It is. I mean, to me, it is. I mean, so my 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 take is is that um, it's a smart business move. Phil, uh, he genuinely feels that you know. Taking away content or DLC is not a good practice, but sometimes you got to get with the times, and this is the type of thing that 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 you know it, it, it hits the underbelly of 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 Microsoft. It's a smart business move that's gonna you know attract customers, and it's gonna detract customers on your platform. So what the answer is is that maybe he should just step back or roll back some of his comments and do some of these deals because that's just what happens in the industry. If you wanna, if you wanna have a you know a real surefire way of you know getting people to look at your console, look away from another console in a, in a highly competitive field, whether we like it or want to pretend or not, it is. This is one way to do it. Sony does it the best. Mm-hmm. Well, I do appreciate them being aggressive for this kind of content, but at the same time, I do really like Phil's take, not like making anything, like not nickel and diming for just little DLC packs and such. Um, but at the same time, it's on one console, one place for an entire month as soon as it gets released. And this isn't just a small piece of content. This is a pretty significant remastered game that just came out of nowhere that got announced. And uh, at the same... You look mm -hmm. at every Call of Duty that's ever been uh, released and without even... I mean, they sell over 10 million copies every time they release a game. Mm -hmm. Um, And doesn't matter what kind of game it is. It doesn't matter if it's, uh, you know, a remastered version. Uh, it it just does really well, you know, and the, and these kind of games hurt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, I know it got brought up a little bit uh, earlier on, but uh, what do you guys think of it just it being campaign, just the campaign alone? Because there's no spec ops. I used to play the spec ops mode with my my buddies back in the day. It was a lot of fun, or the multiplayer. I mean, they did comment that some of the classic maps will be going into Modern Warfare, uh, the new Modern Warfare, I should say, into the new season that they have. But otherwise, uh, 
you know, it's just uh, what, like a six hour campaign remastered. Like, how much is it actually? I don't know off the top of my head. Nineteen ninety nine, right? I mean, that's not, not sure. The if it's nineteen ninety nine, that's not the worst that I've seen something like that for. But I mean, still, just for the campaign alone, like I, I would hope that they would add spec ops in or the multiplayer at some point because. Yeah. It just no. It just seems like they're missing out a bit because they they did something similar with uh, the the la- they, they they seem to do, Activision seems to do some weird stuff with uh, Call of Duty like with the Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare the first one that they did the remaster for they held back some map packs and you would think that everything would have been included for free but they ended up charging an extra ten dollars for remastered map packs so. Has anybody played the uh, the new Call of Duty that ju- I mean the free alleged free one? No. Warzone? Yeah. 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 How many yeah. how many map does it go through the entire series of maps that Call of Duty has? Or, or is it just Warzone is, is the it, battle royale? Okay, so it's that big giant map. But what I'm saying is, can you also play the other maps included in that? Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Jeremy, because right now for a limited time they they've added a, a mode where you can you can sample you can sample for free okay. a, a couple of modes and a couple of the maps like shoot house <laughs> and atlas superstore if i'm not mistaken just for a limited time but that's still kind of cool i've only played well, one game if you guys are free tonight let's play by the way we're talking about let's play a match uh, i, I yeah. gotta get up in, in like in six hours so. in an hour <laughs> yeah i just wanted to say before i get going um uh, one of the things modern uh you know this this deal was this was supposedly uh done and and this was part of their, their exclusivity deal that was way back when if you remember they had that real ironclad exclusivity deal for three mm-hmm. games i think this was part of that and that's why you're seeing it now and the reason why you're not seeing it in the full uh in its full um makeup is because it's just uh Something that they had in the wood, they had just waiting around, and uh, they figured, hey, let's just put it out there. And uh, you know, I don't know if this is going to continue with Call of Duty. Um, I don't think it's going to be this. I don't think you're going to see this much more, though. I don't think you're going to see this route. And at least I hope you don't, because if you see stuff like this or like Gran Turismo uh, GTA 6 do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's gonna really be a shitty thing for a platform, you know, for people who like Xbox. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, was this the game that everyone was looking forward to? Like it was announced way back when, because for me, it wasn't even on my radar. <laughs> and like, I think you guys, you generally made excellent points, but I can care less because I have so many games to play that's right now. Well, so no, they just they just dropped it like a couple of days ago, if not last week. And mm-hmm. it just kind of came out of the blue. It was, I mean, there, it was rated like a long time ago. Uh, it mm-hmm. came through like certain rating boards. So people knew it was coming, but nobody, like Activision never talked about it. And then all of a sudden, bam, it was. Have, uh, you, have uh, you noticed when these, some of these games that get dropped just out of the blue, out of nowhere, just do a lot better in general, as opposed to the ones that kind of just have been in the, in the waiting wings for a long time? I don't know. Just. See, that's why I've been kind of quiet and in the background. I'm with Megatron. As soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. And then when I found out it was a PlayStation exclusive for a month, look, even if I was, 
like right now with the mindset I have, I wouldn't buy a PlayStation for the, the there is way better reasons to buy a PlayStation than the, yeah. than, than this game. We'll Maybe there's that. something to that, Jeremy, because you know how games, you know, you build up hype, you know, you got this huge launch date, and then you got all this negative this and this, and people are just Twitter yeah. goes crazy. It Maybe it doesn't get killed in the media. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it did an advantage to him. Maybe we just, hey, we're going we're gonna to let you know something about maybe maybe 60 days tops of the game that's coming out. And uh, not we'll, even we'll that. Press. Yeah. Maybe better. Yeah. Maybe it's better off. Who knows, man? Mm-hmm. You know, some of this shit is real toxic. You know, you see the stuff on Twitter. <laughs> I would, some of the stuff that tw- Tim goes on, I would pay for some of that stuff to watch. <laughs> it's so entertaining. <laughs> That uh, I just sit back and you know I you know I'm eating my lunch or my uh you know first thing in the morning you know my yeah. breakfast. Oh, it's you can like, see. I, I, mean, I see some of the negative stuff that came out with Bleeding Edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's getting it got killed basically, and uh, and I enjoyed, yeah. but I played in that game so far. Um, I've only played three rounds, but when you get a good team going, to me that game is 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 awesome. It's extremely fun. <laughs> I think so, it got killed for the wrong reasons. I think people uh, uh, trying to trying to say that this game was something that it wasn't. It was a passion project okay. that 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 they weren't even going to do if Microsoft said, "Don't do it." Uh, you know, uh, you've seen what they showed with Hellblade Two. That's just shut people up. But people are very you listen. They're very thirsty to to hate on Xbox because. Um, you know, Xbox kind of been kicking their ass for the last couple of months with the next gen- next generation news, and uh, any- anything to jump on Xbox is like, you know, it's it's taken and you know taken to the upteenth extreme. But I mean, for the overall with Bleeding Edge, uh, you know, it's a game that's they're gonna just keep growing, and it's you know it'll have its niche niche play play people mm-hmm. people playing it, but. Uh, it shouldn't be hated on. It's just another game that, if Microsoft was being cheap, they would have said no. That you know, you know, don't make it. But instead, we're going to get a game, and you're also going to get Hellblade, and you're going to get Project uh, Project Mora, Mara. I, believe, wh- I can't wait for that game. Yeah, no, and you know what? I have no problem with a game like Bleeding Edge existing. I think it's a very interesting IP, and. I hope it does well, and I hope it improves and uh, adds more content because that's where I, I think it definitely lacks at the moment. But it, it could definitely turn into a very niche, niche to- uh, type of a game, and it's definitely with it being in Game Pass, it definitely helps. It's going to survive a lot longer, and uh, I, I really hope that it does develop a, a strong community. But where, but where have I heard that it needs content? Oh, Sea of Thieves. If I had to nitpick, that would be be mine. But just hating on the game for the sake of it is is not not doing the game any justice. Yeah, well, Sea of Thieves went to Steam because of uh, the you know everyone wants to play Sea of Thieves. Almost over twelve million played it, so it's a nice pickup of Steam to get it. So I heard the new DLC was pretty good too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That's why you guys what are playing it? it, right? Oh yeah, that's right. You guys are playing it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Who, still be afraid. Twelve people speaks for itself. So you know, you said twelve million, Tim, like last year. So it hasn't grown since then. No, I said it was, no, it was nine million last year. And then oh, this, I'm just giving million, shit. But come I'm on, just giving shit. Uh, the game has definitely its 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 share of fans. Whether it was 
you know, what we wanted or not is another thing, but, it, it, you know, it's still <laughs> Definitely. Uh, let's see, anybody in the chat, uh, how are you guys uh, liking Bleeding Edge? Is it, uh, any of you keeping up with it still? Uh, anybody still playing it since it's been released? Uh, definitely let us know. Or has anybody been checking out the Sea of Thieves content? Just no say, keep hating, Downer. I think he's talking to you. That energy. You know, I, I I did play uh, a Bleeding Edge on um, on X Cloud, so and it ran pretty good actually. So yeah, yeah, I thought that was interesting that they did that too. Yeah, so, uh, I think that's going to be a sign of the times. Um, you know, I think you're going to get X Cloud releases once they get X Cloud up and running. You're going to get X Cloud release. Uh, day and date, or very close to when uh, these new 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 games come out. And yeah. another thing, there was an article written by Kevin Mufain, I think his name is, from Forbes. And uh, that article was actually sent to me from some people at Microsoft saying, this guy gets it, where it really talks about how xCloud is, you know, it's not to be meant as a... As, as a uh, it's meant to be played with in conjunction. They're both working with each other. They're not, you know, the one playing one doesn't mean that you don't have the other uh, at, at your, you know, disposal. They're just both yeah. different. They're just the way of get, taking your game and playing it somewhere else. They're not, you know, replacing each other or one's replacing another. It's it's not to be looked at like that. And uh, with XCloud, yeah, I, I'm hoping that they get more iPhone. Um, games. I don't know what's going on there. They just have the Halo, and that's been shut up about. So uh, <laughs> that's just going to be a one-time thing. But Jeez. the the Android support's very good. To get to get Bleeding Edge that fast onto XCloud, I think is uh, a good thing. Mm -hmm. I, I still never got my Android invite. I wouldn't be surprised if they have all three. Um, uh, Different parts of the ecosystem, everyone playing as one at the same time uh, for E3 as a demonstration. Um, <clears throat> I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I wish we were at E3. Well, when mm -hmm. I played from I Bleeding would. Edge, there was hardly any lag, and uh, it was a good experience. I had a good experience with it, so I had fun. Mm -hmm. I haven't tried any multiplayer games yet for um, xCloud yet. It's been mainly yeah. just regular side scrollers and. Uh, Something that I can pick up and play really quick because of my job, but uh, yeah. eventually. So, have you been playing Ori on it? No, no, that's been all uh, 4K 65 inch right here, man. Uh, in all its glory. Well, you can't so. play Will the Wisp, but you can play the original Ori. Mm. Oh, I'll check that out then. I'll check it yeah. out. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, guys, I think on that note, we're gonna cap off tonight's show and uh, uh, pretty good show, pretty good show. And again, I can't say this enough about this each show, but thank you to everyone that came out to watch the show tonight. Your time spent with us is always greatly appreciated. And hey, if you haven't already done so, then share this episode out, give it a like, and leave a comment after the show telling us how much you disagree with Jeremy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um let's see again a major thank you to people like dreadpool i mill z black rider who else do we have here we got a lot we had a lot of awesome people join us tonight chisno elite uh diego was here 
uh, Nine Lives, and Logic Wins, Jay the Graphic God. Thank you very much, guys, for joining in. Uh, Nikub, thank you very much. Uh, we always appreciate your support. And, guys, we're going to roll out now with the outros. Uh, Centurion Man, wicked show tonight. Where can everybody find you? Uh, well, you guys can always find me hanging around on YouTube, Twitter, and Xbox Live at Centurion1307. You can also find me kicking it with you guys right here on TXR on Sundays, and I also do the shop podcast on Saturdays. So, Centurion, you said exclusively last week that since you had all this free time on your hand that you're going to be dropping some some of your content. Where is that content? I Thank am... you for playing, Centurion. Thanks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, yeah, don't worry, guys. Um, so, definitely uh, content. No, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny how things roll for me. I was worried about getting laid off, and instead, I ended up working so much that, yeah, I didn't have. I've just been playing games. Okay. Make <laughs> <laughs> a video, Jeremy. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess you're allowed to do that right now, so uh, no worries, man. But we are definitely looking forward to uh, more content from you. You are an awesome uh, part of the uh, community, to say the least. I uh, love your channel. Um, but yeah, we'll move right along here. Shockman, uh, I know you want to get a beer in your hand soon. Where can everybody follow you? You're muted, Shock. And Shock's not here right now. Okay, we'll just move on to uh, Megatron, buddy, since your mic's not muted. Uh, again, it was great having you on the show tonight. Uh, glad to have you back. Where can everybody follow you? As always, man, same thing. Uh, Megatron underscore 1975 on Twitter. You can hit me up on Xbox Live. My gamer tag is Megatron1. And I'm going to be finishing up this uh, Ori hopefully later on tonight. And, uh, yeah, feel free to message me. Thank everybody for coming. You know, this this is like a new world we're living in, and I'm glad everyone is doing well and uh, keeping their heads heads above water and uh, being safe. So yeah, hit me up anytime. Even if you want to talk about anything, hit me up. I don't care. Personal things, just like if you're freaking out over this whole thing, you need somebody to talk to. Hit me up. You know, shit's crazy out there. Huh? You heard the man. Hit him up. Definitely get a party started after the show on Xbox <clears throat> Live. All right, uh, Timmy, Tim Dog. Uh, Great show, my man. Where can everybody follow you at? You can follow me, xCloud Tim Dog, on uh, Twitter and also on Xbox. You can also find me here every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and RDX on Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, thanks for everyone for showing up. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we get through all this together because it's going to be a little bit, a uh, little bit more of trying times. But we'll be here, and uh, hopefully, uh, be you know talking some more Xbox, some more good news uh, on that front this week and uh, weeks to come. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, things may be a little bumpy, but hey, uh, you got us along for the ride, so no worries on that front uh, with the gaming news. And uh, Jeremy, buddy, good show. Where can everybody follow you? Well, I'm not going to say where people can follow me, but I will say that I hope uh, everybody is well, everybody is good, uh, and just some kind of inspirational words, you know, guys, don't lose hope, um, you know, because, you know, I mean, I just, I think when people lose hope, you know, you kind of watch them die a slow death, and, you know, that's, I hope that's not the people here or on this panel, 
you know, anybody who has struggled, um, you know, kind of to plant their feet uh, on the ground uh, knows that life can be hard. And, and you know, it's that's what makes it worth living sometimes or all the time. But uh, I know it can be overwhelming. And I know some of you are overwhelmed right now, but um, I, I just want to tell people to hang in there and to never lose hope. So. Yeah. Good words, well my said, man. Sir, well said. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Shock, you back with us? Yep. Uh, sorry, I had yes. a call. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for uh, stopping by. Yes. Again, you can find me at, <laughs> at Shock. Shock is token up and buzzing out. Sorry, Shock. That's kind of funny. Uh, Shock, do you have anything more to add, or are you good? He just picked up his Papa John's off the front step. <laughs> uh, uh, so what are you trying to do to get some beer? <laughs> you need to get loaded tonight. It's not like you made it happen, so let's... Uh... All right, all right. And, of course, uh, we'll just let y'all go. Uh, all right, guys. I, of course, I'm Invader Gaming. You guys can follow me on my channel, Invader Gaming, uh, for YouTube. And, of course, I'm always active on Twitter, at Invader underscore 1986. Awesome show, everyone. Uh, again, everybody, thanks for uh, tuning in the chat. Uh, keep safe. And, hey, you know what? We cannot wait to talk to you next Sunday. And, yeah, it's we hope to have uh, you all with us next Sunday. So uh, take care and uh, be sure to send me lots of birthday beats tomorrow morning. Oh, birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Early. Uh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Big 3-0. But... This is how I always find out about everybody's birthday is at the last minute. <laughs> no worries, <laughs> buddy. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, the big 3-4. Uh, yep. But, uh, yeah, on that note, guys, have a good night. See you later. Yep. Be safe.